Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole DeBoom. And Sarah Ratzloff. We are two successful female business owners who have found strength, confidence, and community through fitness. And we want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you. Now let's get started. Yo, Sarah, we're back. Nicole, hi. This is like one of my favorite times when we get to hang out. I've missed you. I know. I know. It's the world is almost opening up. Maybe we can meet in person someday. I was just going to say that. I was thinking about that too. I might have to come to Colorado this summer. We've never met. Isn't that weird? It is. We met in a different lifetime. No, it is so freaking weird. Yes. Can we do another podcast on the other lives we've had? <laughs> yes. Yes. That one will take a lot longer, I think. But so today, I'm very passionate about what we're talking about today. And we're talking about just say no. Not isn't that, wait, isn't that something they teach you in like sex ed? No. Oh. Isn't that like I what thought we... about it with drugs? Remember? Oh, the- it's both. Oh my God. <laughs> Sponsored program, like just say no. Yeah, yeah, I think I was thinking of no means no. Oh, yes. They That's- teach that to the men, not <laughs> the women, typically. <laughs> Which both of those things are but- wonderful and important, but that's not really the basis for today's just say no. That is true. This is a different kind of no. Um, and I mean, it's not really a different kind of no, but it it doesn't have to do with drugs or sex (laughs) or rock and roll. Um, No, I, so I was very passionate. I had, um, I I sent this to you as a topic because um, I, I've had trouble saying no my entire life. Um, I really just enjoy a lot of projects in general, but I have been feeling incredibly overwhelmed with all the new businesses and the pandemic and all of that, and sort of trying to examine and unpack this, like, what, like, I'll literally be in meetings and find myself saying, yes, I'll do that. And then being like, well, I don't know, why did I do, I don't understand why I said that, you know? Um, And so I wanted to share a little story with you that really kind of triggered this in my brain. So my best friend, Heidi is, um, she manages, she's done a bunch of HR and leadership training and she and I will geek out over like personality quizzes and stupid stuff like that all the time. But um, she wanted to test this new um, personality. It's not a personality test. That's not the right way to say it. It's, it's an, um, an organizational um, um, assessment. That's the right word. Not quiz. Quiz makes me think of like Cosmo with five questions but an assessment of kind of who, how do you contribute to an organization? What matters to you? Those kinds of things. Um, And so it was this very, very cool tool um, that I ended up taking. And what, what came out of it was that, um, so I was very passionate about all the things that I did and how I came to the table as a, as a contributing, you know, worker in an organization. But at the end of the day, I always wanted to be helpful. So no matter what I did, it was so key that I was helpful. And, um, and I started to think about it and I was like, God, this explains so much of why, you know, as I've gone throughout my life, I've wanted to be 
helpful. And I thought, why, why is that so important? Right. So it's just kind of like been going in my brain and more and more I keep thinking, well, that's how I get my value. Right. So if I say, yes, I'll help you. Yes, I'll do this for you. That gives me like, then I'm like, okay, I'm worth, I'm literally worthwhile, you know, which is not necessarily true. So it really has made me think about this kind of power of no and and as women being able to say no. And I do want to make sure our our listeners also know we are going to do a segment on the power of yes. So we're going to do both sides of the coin um, at some point here. So um, so that's why I kind of brought this to you, Nicole. And I was like, hey, I really want to talk about this because it was such a big aha for me to 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 understand how important it was for me as a woman to be helpful you know? Oh, for sure. And I mean, I think I'm relating a lot. That is one area of the assessment where we would definitely have something in common. I'm wondering if like being a people pleaser is, you know, also related to this whole, you know, need to say yes and to take on extra things that we don't actually have time for, which basically guarantees that we're not going to do a good job with them. Right. You know, so we're basically setting ourselves up for failure by mm-hmm. saying yes all the freaking time. Right. Well, so I did a little research on the subject before. Um, we, and actually, there are quite a few articles and recent articles that have been written, written on this. And because you just said people pleaser. So um, it talked about it in these in the articles that I read. And it culturally women are trained to say yes. That's we're trained to to please and to be kind and to put a smile on our face and to say yes, I will I will do that. Yes, I'll make the cupcakes for the bake sale. Yes, I'll take the kids here. Yes, I'll do all of these things. Like it's literally a cultural thing where women are kind of um prepped for that. And they actually made a specific comment in the article about people pleasing and said you know, it's not for some women, if you've been raised in, let's say, an abusive situation, an unsafe situation, you actually learn to say yes as a coping mechanism. Um, you know, it was it was literally necessary for you to, to get through to be able to, by saying, yes, I will do that, you know, you know, or agree to what was happening. That makes total sense. You know, before you even brought up that second part, I was thinking, yeah, because if you say no, you're sort of immediately looked at as being sort of disobedient yes, or not hospitable, yes. you know, not, not a great host, not whatever. And, and I can see how that would be magnified, like amplified, you know, a yeah. hundred times if you're in an unsafe or abusive situation. So exactly. You, you're, I understand that whole thing, but I also wonder if just on a daily basis, it's also a coping mechanism. Right. Right. Because that is, I'm like, I said to you at the beginning, like, I'll notice myself saying yes. And then being like, what, what did I, why did I I say that? It's super uncomfortable to say, to say no. So, and I wanted to read you an excerpt from this, um, this article Um, because I thought it was so powerful and I can't really paraphrase it and make it as powerful. So um, this came from a USA Today article, which 
is not always the most reliable, but I felt this was a really well-written article. So experts in gender say women are socialized to serve and acquiesce. Lou said women are conditioned to believe that their existence is for the consumption of other people. We must give, not take, or we only earn the right to take to receive if we've given enough. And so we constantly feel inadequate because we are taught that it's our job to be good and to be appeasing. Colin said this is glaringly obvious in the home where women frequently put their children and partners needs above their own, often while also juggling careers. And then one more paragraph was, we don't ultimately say no because we're afraid. Um, This was from Natalie Liu, who wrote a book called The Joy of Saying No. We're afraid of conflict. We're afraid of confrontation. We're afraid of being abandoned and rejected. We have to understand as women, we've been taught everybody else's approval matters more than what we think of ourselves. Like how powerful is that, right? That it's so, I liked that we're afraid of being abandoned and and rejected when we say no, but we're really in some ways, you know, rejecting ourselves and our needs um, when we continue to say yes to everybody else. So, well, it feels like it's almost scary to say no. Like if you say no, then you're closing off your world a little bit. And like, I don't know about you, but I've always taken a lot of pride in making myself available. Yes. (laughs) But it's not, it, it can suck the energy out of you in a way that you don't realize it until you're looking back sometimes years later that like I was way too available, you know, and if you even go all the way back to college years, like sexually (laughs) and all that stuff that we said, we weren't going to talk about, like there is, (laughs) we said we weren't going to talk about that. I know there is something to this though. Yeah. I mean, but it's true. It's true. Saying yes is a lot easier in some ways um, because there is value And there is, um, I don't know if I want to say self-esteem, but it's this idea that if we say yes, we're giving ourselves to you. And then um, we're sort of doing what's been expected of us. But this is about saying no. We keep talking about yes. I know. We're going to reframe no, though. (laughs) Or we're going to not reframe no. We're going to reframe what we think uh, no means, which is negative and bad and closed yeah, we're going to reframe it to the joy of no, the power of no, the freedom of no. Yeah, that's what we need to be thinking about right now. It's a yes. it can be, you know, it's an empowerment word in a way. It really is. Yeah, it, um, I would agree. Tell me about you said you have a story about one of your friends that said no in business. And, um, yeah, well, I was, you know, my other podcast run this world years ago, I interviewed a guy named Justin gold. He's the founder of Justin's nut butter and he's uh, still a friend of mine. And I remember asking him, it might've been his final nugget of the podcast. And I basically, he said, the most important thing I have learned through this business is saying no. I was saying yes, too much. I was opening myself up too much. I was distracting myself too much with things that were off the mark. Right. Mm -hmm. And when I started saying no, it allowed me to focus. And I think, you know, what's really important, this is my take is learning how to say no in a way that doesn't do the things that give it a bad name. You can say no without making people cry. You can say no without offending people. 
You know, you can say no without feeling like a bitch, right? Like, you can, you can say it in a way you can even say no, but you know what? I'm going to get you a contact that might work for you. Right. You can deflect it. Yeah. And to, to be honest, how many times have we actually said no to like, is it really that scary when you say no, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't well, know. Let's flip it. So say I have something that is really important to me that I'm going to ask you for Sarah and I'm afraid. So think about it. You're in your shoes. This is the reason we often don't say no, I think. You're thinking about what my hopes, feelings, and expectations are. So I'm going to say, Sarah, will you just please pay for my trip to Hawaii because I'm going to scout out a new Zuma race for you, and I'm going to bring my family, but can you just do that for me? It means so much. If you don't do it, I'm going to be heartbroken. Right. And if I say no, you might not like me anymore. Right. right? You yeah. might reject so me. That's the, that's the yeah. fear. So that's yeah. dumb because that's obviously like out there and, you know, unless, <laughs> but it's kind of a true story. Like, I mean, those kind not that exact scenario, but a lot of things. It could are, be Sarah. Yeah. Don't you want to have a race in Hawaii? Cause I am I mean, your woman. I do actually. That would I have lovely. a lot of time right now. Send me. We do have one in Bermuda. So that's kind of close to Hawaii, only actually even better. It's true. Um, so yeah. So saying no, you're like, shit, I'm offending this person that I care about and respect. Yeah. And she might not really want to work with me much anymore, but we also build yeah. things up in our heads. Right. Mm -hmm. And the hard thing is that when you're in a position where you're being asked to give an answer, yeah. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got from my dad was sleep on it. Yeah. Don't say no right away. Sleep on it. Think mm -hmm. about the best way to what you really want and the best way to frame it so yeah. that you can keep a relationship intact. It, you know, and I think there's a rephrasing that could come, right? Because it's not just, you don't just have to say no. You could say, you know, that probably won't work for me that at this time, or, um, I, I sure wish I could. Um, but you know, maybe I can, like you said before, maybe I can connect you with another resource. It's not, it doesn't just have to be straight up. No. And Oh no, like it doesn't have to be rude, but you can still say no without, um, I think without creating the conflict that, um, that you're so fearful of. Well, and another thing that was interesting um, as I was reading this article was um, they talked about if someone becomes upset when you say no, that likely indicates a problem with the dynamic of the relationship rather than you. So if somebody becomes upset, it's so easy to take that on because you're like, oh my gosh, they don't like me anymore. They don't, they don't want to work with me anymore. But really you know, if someone is that greatly affected by one, no, you know, is that really um, a healthy relationship or is that a dynamic that you even want to like, is that really who you want to pres preserve a relationship with is someone you can't, you know, be, be honest with. Um, well, I love that. It's making me think about the levels and types of relationships we have in our life. And, yeah. you know, they start with our family. And when we're little kids, okay, yeah. 
how many times did you hear no the first like five years of your kids' lives? And still, like you might say something yeah. in the first answer is no, I'm not doing that. You know? Yeah. So we're, we, and we did that. Yeah. So we did that. We've grown up into rational people, but our kids are doing it. And so as parents on the other side, we're constantly trying to navigate. How do you either change the conversation in a way so that people can under, you know, the kids or whoever can understand what you're actually yeah. trying to get across. Mm -hmm. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Well, and I, so I have a, um, a, a little example actually from today, walking home from school with Wilder, Tim and I actually pick her up almost every day together. Still, mm -hmm. it's like our luxury of this first year uh -oh. when I'm still jobless, Uh-huh. <laughs> it'll change someday, <laughs> but, um, we're walking home and she was so excited. And she said, tomorrow is art day. We get to bring art supplies to school. I really want to bring my new Posca pens. So I, we bought her these sort of yeah. expensive. Oh, I know pens. what those are. Yeah. I got and they're like 30 bucks or something for a yeah. set. And but so, have you colored with them? Because they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> they're so worth it. <laughs> yes. So yep. worth it. So Tim's first reaction, I could see it coming was to say, no, you'll lose those or someone else will use them and they'll get broken. And he's right. Mm -hmm. But I knew that if I just said no, it would make the whole mood of like the pickup kind yeah. of a bummer. And so I said, huh, that's a good idea. And I go, what's the next day's theme? And I kind of just moved it on because in my mind, I was like, I'm going to give her a firm maybe and yeah. move it on so she doesn't get attached to this no and make the whole dynamic of the conversation relationship negative right, right. away. So I don't know if that, I don't know. Tell me, have you had those kinds of conversations with your kids? Absolutely. All the time. I put them off a little bit and, you know, and it is, I kind of, well, well you know, let's talk about that a little bit later or yeah. And it, and it seems to, there's not an outright no, you know, but they sometimes will forget, um, <laughs> they'll sometimes forget, you know, that we have that conversation. Before. It's true. And I know this doesn't apply to like the business world and the grown up, you know, conditioning that we've been talking about, but it starts when they're young. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe it would be powerful for us to put some more thought into teaching them the power, the freedom, the joy of saying no. Right. Instead of when Noah said life sucks and you throw a tantrum. Maybe they, maybe we could just respect their, um, their wanting to say no. And then they can teach us about the joy of saying no. That is so, I just <laughs> I had one of those. More than we do. They know it's how a to light say bulb it. sister light bulb moment. I know. Um, no, you know, you said something about business and I thought it was interesting. Um, in some of the, re the articles I was reading, um, women actually often get stifled in their careers because they say yes so much. And they actually were saying it's so important that you kind of learn how to say no within a business um, situation, if you're in the corporate world or you're trying to work your way up the ladder that um, there, I was reading a story about a woman who kind of made herself available for all the projects and took on everything and said, yes, thinking that that's what would really create the value for her. Um, but she ended up kind of getting stuck in this 
middle management without being able to move up because they didn't see, they see women as kind of stable, you know, stable doers, not necessarily these visionary leaders, which was interesting because I, I ran into the same thing in my career as well. I always, I, I built my career in some ways kind of off of the things that other people didn't want to do. But then um, my plate got so full at times I could see where my leadership teams didn't necessarily want to move me up the ranks because um, I, I just, I did so much work, you know, and was such a stable, I, but I wasn't seen as that person who could like manage the tasks and bring them to completion and, and, you know, move up in the ranks. Um, so, and it sounded like that was the same situation that a lot of other women encountered in their careers. So really, sorry, it's actually very important that you learn to say no and um, in a way that um, you can become comfortable with in your life. Yes. Yes, it is important to say no. Isn't that the part where you were supposed to jump in with like how to say no? You did this part of the research. (laughs) And it is. And, you know, it's actually really making me go back to the whole theme of it's fear-based. So maybe the way one of the starting points, because in all the situations we talked about, we're afraid of the immediate aftermath of saying no, not the long-term aftermath. It's basically the concept of having a tough conversation getting it done, ripping the bandaid off and then moving on. And yeah. it's only that very short window. That's really uncomfortable. And we don't like to be uncomfortable. So right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So how it do is. you do it? I think it's going to take practice. That would be my thought is you have to practice this. Yeah. So the, in the article I read it, it suggested that you observe your behavior for a week. So observe how you feel when you say yes. And then observe how you feel when you say no. Um, If you like in saying yes, if there's a resentment or anxiety or frustration when you're saying yes, that that's a big indicator of that. Maybe you should have said no. So if you're saying yes and you're feeling that, then why did you, did you really want to say yes? I mean, it doesn't mean just because anxiety pops up when you said yes, that you shouldn't have said that and you should have said no instead. It's, it's simply observe your behavior, you know, for a week and begin to see like how much of what you're doing is just based on what you're trained to do as a, as a female. Mm -hmm. Um, Or are you afraid that someone will, you know, leave you or, you know, there's conflict like, and maybe, maybe there's even like, maybe you can practice. Maybe you could practice saying no. In the mirror. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually think that's really cool. And it is definitely feels like it's something you can learn to do. But also it's yeah. making me think that you can change your mind. Mm-hmm. And it does suck because then sometimes it makes you feel like you've lost some credibility. But if you say yes and then you sleep on it, And then you have buyer's remorse for yes, (laughs) right? Then it's important as soon as you possibly know that you made the wrong decision to go back to whoever or whatever situation and say, I made a mistake. 
I cannot do this. I will not do this. No. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So nothing's like, yeah, it's not permanent. You're not going to go to jail because you are changing your mind, but the more comfortable you get maybe with reading your gut and that's possibly what this is all going to come down to is having a quick ability to do a quick gut check on what your bandwidth is. Yeah. Then you'll be able to make a better decision right away. Yeah. And I think it becomes, it, it takes some time. You're not going to get it right, right away. Um, you know, I think saying no sometimes takes courage and bravery, um, you know, to stand up for what you, you know, what you want. And, and I've heard a powerful saying that says, anytime you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So what is it when you say yes to this? And that's a little bit of what I've run up against um, is I've sort of um, worked myself into the ground in some way. So there's so many competing priorities that there's no way I can actually do them all. And every time I say yes to something, then I'm saying no to something else. That may be my workout for the day. It may be the time with my children that I wanted to have. It might be um, a healthy meal. These are usually the things I end up saying no to because I've said yes to something else. Um, you know, there's, we don't often think about the back end consequences of what we're doing by saying, you know, by, by saying yes. So I, and I do think it's not, it's not just a, um, no, I'm not going to do that. It's a, what are some of the, the, the words in your, um, arsenal of no, you know, that you can build up so that when you're not wanting to do something, when you don't want to commit to that, you have a, a, a tried and true answer where you feel comfortable. Like you're, that sounds like a good idea. What's happening the next day? Like, how are these ways that you're practiced and deflecting? Um, Cause I, as you start to, I think, get to un- know yourself better and know when you actually want to say yes and when you want to say no, you'll be able to read that gut a little bit better. And I think having some of those tools to pull out to deflect and sort of say no and get that off your plate, um, the more comfortable you will feel. Because the research did support that women across the board are much more anxious, stressed, depressed, like their plate is so much more full. Um in general, um, than, than men's are because of the expectations put on them. I think this is a really good way to sort of circle back and wrap it, which is that we only have so much to give. We are made up of how many ever particles of energy (laughs) and maybe those things can entertain 10 different projects at one time, your family, your exercise, whatever. So if you say yes to something, always no. This is just another way to say what you, what you said earlier, something else needs to leave your plate Mm -hmm. or you will not do anything well in the future. So I think there's a lot of power in that concept. We are We are made up of only so much. And when we make the right decisions for how to use that energy, 
the things we actually yeah. say yes to, which is our next yeah. episode. <laughs> um, I think we're going to shine our, our brightness even, even brighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you think? Do you have some takeaways from today? Well, I do. I love the one that you just said this. We only have so much to give. And when we say yes uh, to something, we're also saying no to something else. Um, and then I think um, I encourage you to sit with yourself as you say yes, probably because as a woman, you're going to say yes a lot more than you say no. So observe yourself. How do you feel when you say yes? Do you want to say yes? What would it feel like to say no? Um, and then I think the, the third takeaway is build up your, I'm going to call it your no arsenal. So whether you like guns or not, you now have a, an, an arsenal of no, um, of ways that you feel comfortable saying no, um, and try them out. So I encourage you sit with yourself figure out how you feel. You don't, don't pass any judgment, just observe like you're a scientist of yourself and then start to develop those, um, those ways that you feel comfortable saying, no, you are not here as a woman for the consumption of others. You have a right to, to ask for things to, you deserve things, whether you are helpful or pleasing, you don't have have to be any of those things. In fact, to still say no, those are my takeaways. Perfecto. Couldn't have done a better job today. Nailed it, Sarah. Um, okay. I do have a question for you. When the new skirt product comes in, can I get some? No, <laughs> definitely yeah. make sure that when it does come in, which is what in about another month, Mm-hmm. We're going to use the code pod 15 for 15% off and make sure you're signed up for the skirt sports emails at skirtsports.com and all the other cool things that you have going on in the empire you have built. <laughs> I love it, Nicole. All right. Over and out. See you next time. All right. Say, just say no.